Listener Production. On TV, forensics is one of the most represented sciences. But how accurate is it? My name's Catherine Fox, and this is episode zero of a brand new podcast, Crime Insiders Forensics. Now, episode zeros are here to act as a placeholder until episodes launch, which they will very soon. But for now, on today's episode, before we get into talking to toxicologists, disaster victim identifiers, neuropathologists and blood spatter experts, I'll be bringing in a member of the team behind the scenes so you can get to know me and why I am just so excited to do this podcast. Producer Ed, welcome. How are you, Catherine? Thanks for having me on. I am very well, thank you. And it's actually um, a joy to have you <laughs> talking rather than being behind the scenes. Well, I don't know if the listeners will, will appreciate that as much as you do, but very, very kind. So, Catherine, in terms of, um, in terms of yourself, let's kind of treat this almost like a job interview for this first question. Could you just give me a top line who you are and, and what is it that you do? Um, I have a checkered career history, I suppose you could say. I really wanted to do medicine, so I studied medicine. I wanted to actually work with science and people and communication. They were really, really important to me. I actually wanted to solve problems, I think. I've always been fascinated by crime. I think growing up in Adelaide, there was a case where three children called the Beaumont children went missing at the beach one day. I was born around the time they disappeared. And my mum had four kids in five years, And we weren't allowed to ride bikes, for example. Crime affected us because we could get out of mum's sight and we might disappear. And that may sound paranoid today, but it was actually what everybody and my friends were doing as well. So I probably learnt to read the newspaper with the faces of those missing children on the front page of the newspapers. So you spent time doing medicine and and seeing victims of crime and sexual assault victims and and those types of situations. Would you say that was one of your motivations to then go into into crime writing is are your are your books centered around giving victims a voice absolutely yeah i started writing about i started doing courses and i did a course to try and learn more about forensic medicine in case i had to testify in court and how i should be examining people who didn't want to go to sexual assault centers because often mm. you're very um, close to the family they don't want anyone else to know um, and that's their choice so I had to respect that, but I also had to do the right thing by them if they decided to go to the police eventually. And so I started doing some of these courses and met with forensic physicians who are awesome people, forensic pathologists. I did a couple of detectives courses. Um, And, yeah, suddenly I was in this world that was so fascinating. And yet I was reading Patricia Cornwall books and I enjoyed them. But the victim was just a thing that started the story, almost an incidental And I wanted to give victims a voice. Um, So that kept me going in the crime writing genre. And I I loved it because it was like I was investigating forensic people all the time and and questioning and learning about different things, which is exactly what this podcast is. So tell me then about the the scientific interest that that you have in in these types of situations. Because I think with a lot of the conversations, a, a common thread that I've found is that we're going really deep into the nitty-gritty detail of, of the role that these people play in forensic investigations. Can you tell me what you're most interested in in that capacity? 
the world is becoming less scientifically literate and, you know, the concept of facts, false facts, fake facts, fake news, whereas these are people who are genuinely doing research that is reproducible, that has to stand up to testimony and um, cross-examination in court, which is supposedly our highest way of testing truth, if you like, um, as reality. So finding out the science and a lot of the innovations that have actually come to how can you find like a drop of blood on the on the floor and, and what can you calculate from that? What can you work out from that? And these people are so passionate about their science and we often assume it's boring, but I just think it's incredible to find out how they go about their job. When do they get the call? At what stage are they involved? Do they actually go to the crime scene themselves and examine it? Do they take the samples themselves, who is involved and how does that actually work? Um, I see, for example, in a you know mass disaster, unbelievable chaos and yet you have teams of experts who mobilise and have to work together and it's fascinating finding out who does what, where and when and how. I think it's incredible and I'm, and I'm so looking forward to hearing more about those conversations. You mentioned the... Um the disaster victim identification will will keep a lid on more of that conversation because that's incredible. Yeah, it was a good one. It'll be coming very very soon. Well, Catherine, thank you so much. I will slink back away behind the scenes <laughs> um, and I'll throw it to you to wrap us up and to look ahead to next week for episode one. That was really great, and it was really lovely to hear your voice. Now we get to the formal part. Crime Insiders Forensics will feature some of Australia's most renowned forensic specialists and we'll be diving deep into the nitty-gritty detail of forensics and crime. Follow along on this feed and look out for episodes titled Forensics. See you next week.